0: hey welcome to another episode of the stop to think podcast today I figured that we would talk about something that I've spent a decent amount of time thinking about but which I haven't really discussed with someone our topic for this episode is going to be what I call the hard points in life so what's a hard point in aviation and in engineering a hardpoint is basically a structural element that's capable of supporting an external load hardpoints on rockets are places where they can be mounted superstructure to be supported during and after liftoff in aviation hard points are like on jets the places where like munitions can be mounted on like combat jets and that kind of stuff and there's plenty of other um, examples of hard points in our daily language usage but um the hard points that i'm talking about could also be defined as fixed points so What do I mean when I'm talking about them relative to life? What I mean is, when I say a fixed point, when I say hard points, we're going to go with hard point for the purpose of this conversation. I mean, an event that will inevitably occur at some point in your life. The only question is a matter of when. So what are the hard points in life? I pause there for dramatic effect, because if you're thinking quickly, you're probably going to go through in your mind to start thinking about like your own personal hard points, events that have come that were unavoidable. And there's a lot of them. And in a sense, they are kind of events that shape how we behave in a lot of cases. So once again, what are hard points? Hard points are inevitable events over the course of your life that if you stop to think about it, you know they're coming, but you don't know when they're going to occur. So one example, the biggest example is your death. At some point in life, you will cease to live. Happens to everyone. There have only been a few cases in recorded history where humans did not die. The ones I'm referring to are in the Bible, of course. Some of you may argue that that's not actually recorded history. And that's not the topic of this episode. We're not going to discuss it here. But at any rate, those being the examples that come to mind where people have defied death in all other cases, it's going to happen. And there's no way around it maybe in a hundred years you might be able to upload your consciousness into a robot but in a sense that's kind of like dying too because you don't know exactly how it's going to affect you whether that would your uploaded consciousness would be you or just a copy of you and really the whole entire question becomes a matter like what are you in the first place who is you and that's way far down the philosophical rabbit hole And we don't want to go there yet because that's not what we want to talk about. We want to talk about the hard points. So your death as an example of one such hard point, it's going to happen at some point. You just don't know when other examples related to death include the passing away of your parents. For some people that happens way too soon. And for other people, They might face their own death before their parents face their death. In which case, if they have functional relationships, you really gotta feel sorry for their parents because there's not too many things in life that are quite as painful as the loss of a child. That's probably just about the worst. As a matter of fact, I I would with full confidence. Be willing to wager that there'd be a lot of parents out there who would much rather die themselves than see their children die before them or worse i'm sure there are plenty of parents who would rather spend the rest of their life suffering than see their children die before them or suffer or anything like that such is the nature of love but alas you have your own death you have the death of your close loved ones And overall, I would say that death is the big hard point. Like it is the one event that has more of a win than anything else in life. If you let yourself dwell upon it too much, it can completely paralyze you and force you into a sea of depression because you're stuck sitting there thinking about your inevitable end and doing so can basically ruin your present to a certain extent but although it's the biggest and the scariest and the most looming death is not the only hard point in life you could say in a sense that death isn't even the hard point it could be broadened out to being ends and you could argue that it's all things that come to all things have to come to an end but We're going to classify them as separate and leave death as being one example. Another example would be relationships ending. Now, some relationships end in death. But a lot of them end in other ways that are just as final, almost, but in some cases more painful than death. Examples would be divorces, um, relationships that end out of betrayal or cheating, those types of situations. In some cases, it might be preferable to die than to have to live after being cheated on by like a spouse of a ton of years or whatever the case may be. Point here being, though, that in addition to hard points in life and death, you also have the hard points of relationship ends relationship is ending so that is to say that every time you meet someone every time you form a friendship all of that stuff at some point it'll end it'll either end because of deliberate human action or it'll end because of death basically those are your two options in those cases what other hard points are there well there's taxes. That's a really good one. It um, basically is a guarantee that if you live in a country somewhere and that there's a ruling government in power, you're going to have to pay them. If you make money, generate income exists, someone's going to be trying to get their hands in your pockets. So that's another one that shapes your life. All of these that we've talked about are what you could consider longer-term hard points. So, unless you're going to die in the next couple of minutes, which I really hope you don't, but it's not like I get any say in the matter unless I'm actively plotting your murder. But I'm not plotting anyone's murders at the present, so, you know, shouldn't be the case. But... um. Unless you kick the buckets within the next couple of minutes, most likely your imminent demise isn't actually that imminent. Same kind of goes for the demises of your friends and family as well as fate of your relationships. So assuming none of that stuff is on the immediate chopping block. Where does that leave us? It leaves us in an interesting place where there exists much shorter-term hard points that are once again inevitable and have to happen eventually. And some examples of these are like going to the bathroom. I know it's kind of a funny one. Who would have thought that that's what we'd be talking about? But if you think about it, if you drink water and eat food at some point it has to come out sure you can prolong that maybe a couple of days but if you try and push past push back too much longer than a couple of days guess what your attempts to slip past the food and water related hard point is going to get you to the death hard point a heck of a lot faster so yeah in a sense i guess it's kind of interesting In a lot of cases, death is the worst case scenario. Failure to evade other such events will result in death. So like failure, don't pay your taxes, well eventually you're going to go to prison eh, where you'll stay until you die. Don't go to the bathroom for a month, well congratulations, you'll probably die that kind of stuff. But um, beyond, you know, getting rid of food, there's also eating food. At some point, as a necessity for you to stay alive, you have to consume a certain amount of water and a certain amount of food. You also have to continue breathing, and your heart has to continue beating. So essentially, all of these activities are hard points in life. Like you know with certainty that they have to happen or else you will cease to exist. The only question is when they're gonna happen. So you might not know when you're next going to drink water, but you do know that you have to do it at some point or else you're gonna die. Average person can make it three days. without water, the average person can make it, I think three weeks without food. In my case, it's probably closer to six weeks. Beyond that, in those cases, you know, if if you've been without water for two days, you know that at some point in the next day, you need to have water or else it's game over. If you haven't eaten in two and a half weeks, you know that in the next three four days you need to find food or else it's going to be over. Some hard points are interesting in the sense that they're set into motion by your actions. So, like for example, if you roll, if if you if you to high school which if you live in the u.s you don't have a choice you have to it's required if you enroll in a high school and you're going to school you know that at some point you either have to graduate or scrub out drop out not scrub out there are no other options there is no in between those are the two states that are available so once again you know that at some point one of those events is going to have to happen you just don't know when it's going to happen same goes for college if you enroll in college your two options are once again graduate and get the degree or scrub out drop out go find something else to do if you are pregnant or if you get someone pregnant there's another example after the baby takes you once again basically have two options. Either in nine nine or so months, that child is going to show up. So in this case, you kind of have a rough idea of when, but you don't know the exact date. Or the child has to pass away in the womb through natural causes or draconian measures. So for the child, it's essentially an ex- another, another example of like, death being the other option or the alternative but you know that's kind of a dark i guess so we'll stray away from that a little bit but um point being pretty much that man Things think that's sober i'm kind of thinking about all the people who have suffered the loss of a child before the child's even born that's got to be pretty rough to begin investing in someone like that, and then for it to not pan out. But, um, anyway, point here being the example of how that's a hard point. Once you set those actions, once you set that in motion, you know that, you know, the end results, you know what has to happen. Your only question is when it's going to happen. Other examples of hard points are, you know, if you jump, you know you have to come down. If you get a plane and you start flying, you know that at some point you have to land. All of these are great examples of the overall situation. And there are certainly probably some other examples too, but I think you guys get the point. So what what can a person glean from recognizing that there are hard points in life? What's the upside to it? What's, What's the benefit? Well, that's a tough question because in some cases there necessarily isn't a benefit to it. It depends on your perspective. As far as I can tell, the biggest benefit to recognizing that there are hard points in life is the opportunity to potentially plan and prepare for them a little bit, as well as the opportunity to basically have the mindset and the realization that life is fleeting, which is both good and bad. It depends on what kind of phase in life you're going through. If you're going through a good phase in life well then obviously it kind of sucks that life is fleeting but if you're going through a bad phase well then it's encouraging to know that life is fleeting because at some point whatever bad thing is happening in your life has to end so either it'll end by becoming a good thing and things will turn around or it'll end with you dying so jeesh, talk about a fatalistic outlook right A person could really descend into the dark chasms of sadness, thinking about this stuff. But that would be the opposite of what I kind of want you to take away. And the opposite of what my intention when discussing this was. The whole entire reason I brought up hard points is because... Once a person recognizes that they exist... You can find some comfort in, first of all, knowing what to expect, and second of all, and much, much more importantly, living your life with the hard points in perspective. So what do I mean by that? Well, what comes to mind first is the fact that you know for a fact that at some point your relationships with everyone you know are gonna come to an end. Either you're gonna have a falling out or one of you is going to die. Those are the only options if we're taking a worldly plane view at it. neither of those options are fantastic but what they tell you is that there's scarcity in life you only have so many moments with a person and because of that because there's a finite number of them because it will not go on forever every moment you share with someone else is a unique piece of their life that is given to you as a gift. Pretty much every time someone agrees to go somewhere with you, every, every time you travel on an adventure with someone, every time you, you talk to someone, you are taking a piece of their life that is finite and limited. They only have so many pieces of life left. And so with that in mind, it drastically increases the value of pretty much every interaction you have with a person and now that's kind of an interesting thought experiment to walk down and think about because if a person were to look at their life as being money like let's say instead of you know a million minutes you have a million dollars and every minute that passes you lose another dollar and so if you want to take advantage of those dollars you got to spend them before you run out of too many of them your spending practices would probably be a lot different than your living practices so in a sense a person would probably be better off viewing their life as their time is money and spending it accordingly than the current popular consensus view which is basically just, um, you know, going through life without really thinking about anything and in a state of oblivion, uh, obliviousness, not oblivion. Uh, that's kind of funny. If you go through life without thinking about anything, you might very well end up in a state of oblivion. If you get hit by a bus when you're crossing the street without paying attention, but <clears throat> barring that kind of uh, tragic end, If you take for granted the fact that the time you take from someone, the time you spend with someone is irreplaceable and they'll never get it back, interactions with people you care about, interactions with anyone become much more valuable, much more cherished because there's a limited number of them that you're gonna have and every time you spend it on someone you have less left overall and this is something you can kind of see in play if you watch people who are nearing the end of their time frames so i'm talking specifically about the elderly or those who are terminally ill uh god be with them for sure but as their clocks wind down and they become more aware of the fact that it's easy to think, it's, it's kind of like the human sense towards approximations. If you have a million M&Ms for all intents and purposes, that's more M&Ms than you're ever gonna need. And so, a million M&Ms might as well just be an infinite amount of number, of, uh, number of M&Ms. But as you get down, from a million to a hundred thousand, and from a hundred thousand to maybe ten thousand, and then from ten thousand to just 1,000, each decrease in each decrease in order of magnitude represents a substantial decrease in your amount of M and Ms. It's the same way with life. When you have fifty years left to live, it's not such a big deal spending a year trivially doing stupid stuff. But when you're down to just two years left to live, or one year left to live, or one week left to live becomes a lot harder to spend your time doing stuff that truly doesn't matter in the end. And so that's the biggest advantage to thinking occasionally about the hard points in life. The advantage is, it puts into perspective the fact that these events are coming, whether you like them or not. The only question is when they're going to arrive. And it would be wise of you to act accordingly to live your life in such a way as to ensure that No matter when those events occur, you're not going to feel undue remorse when it happens. So how does a person do that? Cherish each interaction you have. Always make time for the important stuff in life. Realistically, you know, you could just go and read through some inspirational Instagram story or something like that. That's, That's basically what this amounts to living your best life all that fun stuff i say that kind of dismissively because i'm going to in the last five minutes we have here twist perspectives a little bit and raise the stakes so it's one perspective to think of life as being a finite amount of time after which it ends you're pretty much donezo it's another perspective that of the religious perspective to think that perhaps after you die there's something else yet to come now if you're of the christian persuasion and you have jesus as your lord and savior your default reference your de- your default um perspective not reference your default perspective is that once you die you're going to move into an eternity of existence and it's thought that in this eternity, there's going to be an accounting for the actions you lived on, the actions you took part in, the actions that you took when you were living in Earth. And that kind of raises the stakes, actually, because on one hand, maybe the relationships you form in life won't actually end. Because if you're both ending up in the afterlife together and you remember your life on earth and your life on earth ended with death and not actually bad feelings, then maybe that relationship can span more than just your lifetime and carry on into eternity. Maybe you'll be friends with someone eons after you die, potentially. Who knows? Well, technically under this perspective, God would know. But um, if that's the case, then a different situation kind of plays out. That doesn't really change the fundamental result. That fundamental result being that every moment of your life is precious. But what it does change is the consequences of everything being precious. So, under the first case with the hard points and your finite life being finite, everything you do is valuable because it's scarce. You're running out. You have less today. you have less tomorrow than you did today. So on and so forth. If you switch that to an infinite perspective, instead of things being meaningful because they're limited, things are meaningful because they might last forever. So instead of spending an extra hour doing something to make your girlfriend happy, because you eventually are going to die, or she might die, and that time you spent with her making her happy is gonna be cherished to you. Instead, maybe that happiness that you provided with that action will be something that she carries with her for the rest of eternity, which on the scale of things would be like, Greater than the existence of the universe at this point, which is like 14 billion years. And so, in that case, every decision you make echoes throughout eternity to infinity and beyond, which increases the significance of your actions just as surely as your actions being significant because they're limited. So, basically, What I'm saying here is that you have two ends of the spectrum. In one case, your um, actions are important because there's only so many you can do. In the other case, your actions are important because they are going to last forever and basically because your actions are so massive that they have eternal impacts. So yeah, there you go. As usual, whenever we talk about this philosophical stuff in these episodes, we end up in circles with nothing really making any sense at the end. So, woo. If that's our goal, then we had another successful episode. I'm kind of kidding for the most part. I don't think that this stuff doesn't necessarily not make sense. I think the stuff that we talked about does make sense to a certain extent. But regardless of who you are, it's a lot to process, to think of your mortality and the potential consequences of your actions and how all these things should influence how you currently live your life. One thing's for certain, though, earthly life is too short to waste it doing stuff you don't like. So act accordingly. But that's all the time we have for now. So once again, this was Stop to Think. This was Chandler. And thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great day.